There's so many lies. <laughs> oh yeah, there are. There's Such so as uh, the lie of life is perfect after getting saved. Nope. Just after what we talked about, I don't think it is. <laughs> you don't think it is, huh? No. If life was perfect, then I wouldn't be having any issues right now. <laughs> well, you're that or you're not saved, but whichever one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say that yeah, I'm not trying to be flippant I, about that, but yeah. you know, there are people who believe that it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get saved now. And, you know, again, depending on your denomination, you know, sometimes it's just the prayer thing. Sometimes it's, you have to go through baptism. There are actually denominations where salvation in their teaching only comes through baptism. I get where they're coming from. I don't agree with it, but I get yeah. where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, no, life is, life is hard, man. <laughs> yeah. I need you. You look at people who deal with, you know, anything from homelessness afterwards, or maybe they have strife in their family due to whatever, you know, and, and, and it could be because maybe they got saved and their spouse didn't, yeah. you know, sort of deal. You're, you're going to have, especially if you have children, you're going to have children who are going to have problems, especially nowadays in this world. I look at what you look at the statistics right now on depression and suicide rates and all that for teenagers. And it is just through the roof. It is just skyrocketing astoundingly bad numbers all around. Yeah. So, I mean, and a lot of them are going to have parents who maybe are Christian that, and that parent has to be going, what the heck is going on? Oh, Why right. is life so hard? Mm -hmm. And not only for them, but for their kid. That they want to see grow and succeed and they're dealing with all this stuff. And it, it's, it's not easy. And I have a feeling if, you know, stuff like this continues on with masking and that, you know, there's already reports now of like kids that are years behind in their social development Ooh, skills. Man. You know, I saw a video online recently and they were making fun of it, but I know this might be the re real case. It's like, you know, someone comes up to a person's door, knocks and they answer and they're like, who are you? I, I, I don't know you. And then the person like puts the mat puts the mask on, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, John, come on you. in." You know, the, they're making kind of making fun of it, but the reality is that is kind of true. Yeah. You know, and we look at that, and it's like, yeah, that there's going to be some social development issues, but there's also going to be other issues that kids are facing. You know, kids that you know maybe have never learned how to learn in a group setting, unfortunately. Be but, be, but beyond all that, you still have people dealing with depression, homelessness. Um, maybe they're dealing with, you know, resisting that temptation of uh, maybe a former addiction, whether that be drugs, alcohol, anything like that. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. all sorts of things that people go, well, come on, you're a Christian. Why are you dealing with that? Well, guess what? Because uh, we're, we're human. We're, yeah. We still have the same issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that case, if, I mean. Look, you're a Christian, you're still a drummer. That's a big issue. I'm kidding. Drums are of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things go on like that all the time and people go, well, come on, you're, you're, you got it all together. No, 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 no. I got none of it together. Trust me. 
yeah. Mm-mm. Are you speaking from experience or are you just saying, yeah, uh-uh? Well, having it all together? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've, I've, I've never had anything together. <laughs> I know how to work with Velcro. That's about it. <laughs> you know how to work with pro, with Velcro. We're hooking loop materials. Sorry. Yep. Oops. Yeah, I kind of wonder if that whole, you know, life is perfect after um, you become Salvation. saved is yeah. kind of tied into that whole wealth and prosperity yeah. gospel stuff. Because I it's gotta be. It, yeah, I, I, I gotta to some point. I gotta say yes, it, it has to be. But you know, I, I guess also gotta say, you know, to a point that also leads to another thing that I, I see honestly a lot, especially in the Christian church in America, is there's a lot of people that think they need to handle an issue by themselves. I guess maybe that's just America in and of itself. We're afraid to be vulnerable, you know? Yeah. We're afraid to let others know what's going on, what we're struggling with, what we're dealing with, what is going wrong about in our lives. Again, whether that be a temptation, whether that be um, a mental issue, a physical issue, uh, whatever, Uh, an addiction issue. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like American Christianity's got a lot of issues. (laughs) Yeah, and, and I, I agree. We do have a lot of issues. We brought a lot of the American, like, um, how, how do you put it? The American, like, self-reliance, independence yeah. in, into the church when the church in and of itself is a thing of community. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's hard to break away from that, you know, because you, don't get me wrong, you got pastors out there go, this is how you be a matchman. Okay, yeah, I've seen that, that, um, dance before it's why i still don't trust certain pastors out there that i've seen do that and then go oh i gotta change it now and then i'm like you you change because you're kicked out of a previous church <laughs> it, and so i, I still kind of look at uh, from far you know kind of the some of the stuff they 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 say and take it with a big grain of salt, salt. Yeah. big grain of salt <laughs> yeah not just a small grain of salt big grain big. of salt you know, and then you have stuff that's published out there, like those chick tracks, like I told you about, you know, before, if you look at any of them, like almost all of them, it's like sinful, evil thing ahead of time. Right. All these issues. I was a drug addict. I was this, I was this, 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 dear Jesus, please save me. All of a sudden free of drugs, free of everything. And you know, that's unfortunately what a lot of people see, even in the wonderful Okay, I can't even say that was a straight face. Um, <laughs> because when I say wonderful, I'm, I'm putting this in air quotes here. The wonderful Christian movies that are out there, a lot of them are just so cheesy and I, oh yeah, sad in many ways, but a lot of them are along those ways too. It's, right. you have the protagonist, you know, who's not saved, going through all this stuff, blah, 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 blah sees the light quote unquote get saved and all of a sudden everything cleans up for them taking turns yeah yeah it's like wait a minute what because in reality is you know hey we got people who maybe they're addicted to drugs when they get saved they do want to change and they do want to turn their life around and then afterwards you know 
they're like for first a couple of days like yeah 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 i'm good i'm good i'm good and then those physical things kick in because the body physically wants you know stuff that you're addicted to where it be alcohol um you know any sort of drug even caffeine man caffeine i've never realized how addicted i am to caffeine until recently (laughs) oh my goodness i have had the worst caffeine headaches ever when trying to cut back in some caffeine and i'm like wow i am this addicted this is not good. I need to start pulling some of that back. But I mean, even as something as simple as that, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't take much. And you, and your, your body's like craving whatever you're addicted to and wanting it back. And it's like, okay, now this person who just gave their life to Christ, they want to live a good life. What happens now? Because, you know, all the sermons you hear go, you know, give your life to Christ. Well, I shouldn't say all, I should say a good, a good chunk, a good majority go, you know, give your life to Christ and everything's going to be great. How do you live then in the day to day when everything is not great? Then are you giving yourself into despair of, am I really saved? Am I really not? What's going on? Why am I fighting this? Why, Why am I, I struggling with this? Problems? What's going on? And you just continue one after the other. Then you lose hope. And you hear so many stories about that where people, you know, maybe they go to a camp or something like that and they hear about Christ for the first time, they give their life and then they go back into the real world and then they're like, um, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. You know, because now they're back in the real world where they are at and all of a sudden it's like, huh? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> or how do I go about it? Yeah. How do I go about these things? You know, you read the stories of like, you know, college guys, you know, maybe, you know, they're in a frat, you know, booze and sex all the time. They go, they give their heart to Christ. They come back, but you know, they get really no instruction and they're, they're told, oh, everything's going to be great now. You know, they come back to college and it's like, well, you live in the same conditions. You're still tempted with all this. And then you wonder why so many guys then, or I shouldn't say just guys, people in general, right? then fall away and do what they do. It's because of things like this, where we give this false impression that you, you do this and hey, life is going to be just fine. It's going to turn around. And it's not. You know, and it's one of those things of like, hey, it's a constant. It's a battle. Yeah, it's a constant battle all the time. And people don't like to say that because, I, I don't know, depending on how it's used, it could sound like, uh, okay, let's be very super spiritual. It's a spiritual battle for your soul. Okay. <laughs> but that's not, but that is the truth. It is a battle for your soul yeah. all the time, every yep. time. Yep. Especially, especially new believers because that's the time when the devil's like okay you got no foundation you got no footing you got this new thing let's see how we can manipulate it yeah and that's what can happen and it just just kills me on multiple levels yeah it's it's tough to see uh it's disheartening <laughs> well, but yeah, it is disheartening. And I say this, I say that as someone who has seen younger guys go through things and then all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm questioning everything and this and that. And yes, I'm looking at you. Yeah, Mr. Johnson, I know. <laughs> you know, but I also think, but I also think at a certain point, it's almost 
inevitable, I guess you could say, that 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 war happens at some point, you know. But I think it's really harmful and really um, important when it does happen right at the beginning. That we that it's something that we tell new believers. Hey, guess what? Hey, congratulations! Welcome to the family. You're saved. Um, life doesn't get easier from here. It gets harder. <laughs> get ready for a fight. <laughs> I, I, that that's honestly what I tell some people. I was like, life doesn't get easier. It gets harder. It is so easy to just go with the flow and do whatever you want. It is so easy to just say, screw it. No one needs to know. I'm here alone. I live alone. No one yeah. needs to know these things. This is true. But it's, it's an, I guess one, one thing that's like a good reminder though. And again, it's, it's so hard to keep in mind when facing tough times, but it's like realizing what your, who's on your side mm-hmm. kind of thing and realizing what kind of support system you have and the people you can go to. And then obviously one being <laughs> you've got God in your corner. <laughs> I hate to sound pandant- pandantic about that, but yeah. If I'm being honest, a lot of times what we need, especially as human beings, we need someone physically there. Oh, right. It's great and lofty. And I agree hundred percent. We got God in our corner. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. But there's a difference between going, going, sitting there and thinking, going, I got God in my corner. I got God in my corner. I got God in my corner versus someone sitting across from you going, Hey. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's where we have, you know, part of it, fellowship and community and stuff like that. And, that's and why hopefully, so and yeah, exactly. And hopefully as part of the process with a, you know, new believer, especially is that, you know, let's say it was at a church or a camp or whatever, hopefully they find a way to get them plugged in to a local community and not just, okay, congratulations. You're saved. Here's your Bible. Good luck. Welcome to the family Go off. and push yeah. you off. Because you do that, guess what? The failure rate just goes up. Yeah. Because then they, they're not plugged in. They don't have a family. They don't they're have anyone equipped. to deal with. Yes, they are well, not Well, that's equipped. also where it's like, uh, it makes me think of, it's talked about, you know, when someone goes to you in need of food, like, do you give them food or not kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't just have that moment with someone where they decide to come to Christ and just be, all right, bye, off you go. It's like, you have to help them along the process. Or at least equip them to be able to do it. You need to give them, just the, leave them. You need to give them at least the resources yeah. to find a foundation. Yeah. Um, it's kind of appropriate. You know, last week at youth group, we were talking about that foundation. If you, if you have a crooked foundation or no foundation at all, that first thing that comes away, that comes your way is just going to wash, wash you away. You know, it's about, you know, the parable about the per the person does he build his house on sand or rock you know and obviously as we made fun about brewer where he, it's like yeah he, he'd make his house on the sand and then he goes yeah of course <laughs> and then yeah, it's just like genius oh brewer 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 typical so yeah so life is so life is perfect after you get saved that's another lie that we all believe another life a life lie <laughs> lie that we believe what do we believe well, there's two more on the list. So yeah. the other one that I think kind of just is appropriate next. Um, 
and and I'll admit for a while there, this one was probably one that I kind of did kind of believe, but as I've grown and matured, I'm kind of like, yeah, no, I don't believe this one anymore. (laughs) And that is God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Hmm. You know, it's reassuring to think that because it's like, oh, okay. Yes. Um, that means what I'm going through is something I can handle then type of deal. But sometimes things are just hard. Right. Now, that being said, that being said, just because you're maybe going through something that's real difficult, maybe something that, um, quote unquote, is more than you can handle, doesn't mean you're doing it alone. Right. Because, like you so appropriately said in the last one there, Uh A, you do have God on your side, but you also have, hopefully, people on your side. And through those people is how you handle it. And yeah, it's going to be difficult. There's going to be things that are going to come your way that guess what? Maybe end up being terminal for you. There are people, Christians, good people that you might consider even they're non-Christians, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to get a terminal disease. They're going to get something that hits them so hard financially where they end up homeless. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's not just temptation right. that, so that I'm, you might be. Okay. Yeah. And that may be where you're handling coming it that way. Yeah. In that regard, I would agree with it. Right. I would, agree, least, I, I would agree with that statement in the temptation part. Yeah. Like, Hey, um, yeah, I would like to look at this porn site. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's, you always have a, a way to get out of that. Yeah. You have yeah. a way to get out of that. So. On something like that, like a temptation to sin in that regard, I would agree. Because we even are told that, you know, hey, yes, we are tempted, but so was God. And he was tempted as well, and he came out through it. Right. So in that regard, yes. Yes. In the other regard. As far as, yeah, getting, yeah, that, which, yeah, then that's no longer a sin thing. That's just, you can't get past it. Yeah, it's definitely... You know, and, and I've come to that realization, kind of start separating those out, you know? Yeah. Cause like I said, with the sin, yes, a hundred percent agree. But right. you know, what happens when you get, you know, you know, maybe someone, you know, and like, when I say, you know, like, you know, personally, right. You, you can see the fruit of their relationship with God. You could see what they're doing. You can see that they are good Christian, not just because they're out there going, I am a good Christian. Look at my good works. You know, but you see them like doing stuff in the background, helping people or, you know, whatever. And you say, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, how, how did they get terminal cancer? What, why is that just, and that brings about that then ties back into the, all those other things that we were talking about prosperity gospel how much god loves or punishes you depends on your behavior yeah, he clearly <laughs> wasn't doing anything good if you got that yeah exactly <laughs> you know life is perfect after you get saved so it ties back into all those other ones there it's just like i say life will be perfect for that person after that's done right but no yes i know lucky them you know we do and yes we we do say like hey you know what um they're, they're, what, what was it? Suffering is, is over and that's a good thing. And I agree a hundred percent with that. You know, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know what you're actually saying. I'm just being dumb. 
<laughs> but we look at something sometimes and we just go, wow, what the heck is going on there? Right. And we have to wonder. So, I mean, you, you got other stuff that's maybe like, you know, I, so I said like stuff like chronic, you know, uh, or terminal you know, yeah. thing, but what about chronic things? You know, people who maybe get chronic diseases that are going to make them suffer their entire lives, where it's like Crohn's disease, depression, et cetera. Yeah. You know, is that then a badge of honor? I got depression. That means I can handle a lot. <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Oh yeah. Feeling yeah. like your world is in uh just utter gloom the entire time. No, no thank fun. you. <laughs> Could do without. You know, and you. anyone who has maybe some, you know, mental health issues, being anxiety, depression, et cetera, like that. You would, you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy ever. You want to get rid of it all a hundred percent. And then you just sit there and go, oh, God doesn't give you more than you can do. <laughs> well, I can't stop this. <laughs> he, uh, overestimated my capabilities here. <laughs> Can I get reevaluated, please? Right. Check me out one more time. So. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I I like this person's, uh, saying here, you no, know, regarding this whole thing, faith is not saying, all right, God, once I understand it, then I'll trust you. That's not faith, which is reality because a lot of things we probably won't know for the longest time or understand for the longest time. Yeah. He says, faith is saying, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I might not like it. God, I trust you because you're doing all things for your glory and my good. Mm. And that ultimately comes down to, it's like, okay, for his glory and my good, you know, it comes back to, you know, that man who was blind, you know, if you read that, it's actually from, um, John nine, you know, where it says, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, so Jesus disciples asked him this. Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So, reading that, this man was born blind, not because of sin, but that God's power can be shown through the act of that. And that, That's we look at that from our per- point of view and it's just like, what the heck? Sounds it's, messed up almost. It, it does sound messed up. But then we realize it is for, to display his power, his glory through all that is happening. Uh, that's man. And there might be things that happen to each of us, you know? going blind, going deaf, you know, what would happen, Aaron? Okay. I'm not wishing this on you in any way. You woke up tomorrow deaf a hundred percent. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> I ain't going to be no Beethoven. That's for sure. <laughs> you weren't going to be a Beethoven anyways. Well, you know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, compo- I guess, in composing you, sense, but yes, yeah, I understand no, Beethoven yeah. was deaf. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't, yeah, geez, that'd be awful. I but, can't imagine not being able to like 
listen to me. But what would be your immediate reaction? Would it be, all right, God wants to understand it. I'll trust you with why I'm deaf now. Or is it the, See, I don't that get one, it. I don't understand it. Right. I say it almost, it'd be, I feel like it'd be foolish to be like, I'll trust you once I finally get it. Cause you're never going to understand it. Yeah. So why? <laughs> or maybe you'll understand like five years down the way and be like, oh, now I understand why I'm supposed to go deaf. Right. And be like, oh, now I can have faith in God. <laughs> so your faith is dependent upon you fully understanding it, which in your case might be an issue. Wait, no, that's not why I'm doing, wait, what? No, I'm saying. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, what? No. <laughs> As a, you interrupted me before I finished. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, if the fact that, you know, you don't, your faith is reliant upon you understanding it, which in your case might be a little bit of an issue because Mr. Johnson, you're you, then is that a true faith or not? That's not looking for believing in what you can't see. That's believing only in what you can see. see. Yep. Yep. Which makes you as good as a Pharisee in that regard. He didn't like the Pharisees. So, and I'm being a little hyperbolic in saying as good as a Pharisee, but eh, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's one that it's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, what? I just like tell you. I mean, cause I, I think about this way, like, what do you say to a person, right? Who's maybe their partner, their wife died during childbirth. Oh, you were given this death of your wife because you can handle it and raising your kid alone. And you can, <laughs> is that, yeah. Yeah. That I, would, I would not, I would not take too kindly to me that I would not take too kindly to that. If that were me losing my wife like that, I would be like, um, I, yeah, I, I, I'd rather not deal with this. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah, you, you take this. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm no, I, I do. I, that makes me think of Job. When, like, you know, when he was going through all these sufferings and his friends were going there and just talking to him. Well, I mean, and being terrible friends. Mm -hmm. Just saying, well, either, oh, gosh, and his wife being the worst, but like, I guess, I guess in my opinion. But his friends going to him and just talking, like, oh, you know, maybe something, you, know, you must have done something or whatever. And just not being there for him, just saying, stuff and then his wife telling him to curse god and die like oh that's great <laughs> yeah but it's uh, yeah you, i i wouldn't i couldn't imagine going to a friend and being oh well god's gonna take care of you through this like you'll be okay it's all right and just leaving at that like actually be there for him i guess yeah you have to be there for him i do say the things of like hey god's gonna take care of you which it, is. which is true he's gonna be there for truth. you but guess what we are called to be the arms, the hand, not the arms, the hands and feet of Jesus in the world today. It's not, we just walk to someone up. Oh, oh, your wife just died. I'll well, pray for you. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Jesus bless you. See you later. Yeah. Oh, no, oh it's, great. Yeah, well, it's, great. it's more loans of, Hey, your, your wife just died. Um, how can I help? <laughs> exactly. How can I help? What, what can I do? And a lot of people, honestly, when you say that, like, hey, what can I do? They're going to be like, oh, nothing. Uh, I'm fine. And what you Don't do then is me. you just kind of go and find ways to do things for Don't them. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> because 
you know, no, again, American individualism. Oh, we yeah. can, I can do, I can I'll do it on okay my own. On what my are own. you, what are you talking about? You prideful son of a gun. <laughs> what can I help you with? Hey, that's how <laughs> it goes sometimes. You know, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know. And those are the, just, I'm very guilty. You know what? We're all guilty of this. Yes. Oh yeah. And, and that's why sometimes like when I'll message you on some things and you say something, I'll be, I'll press a little bit more. Stop it. <laughs> just because I know how you are. I know oh, yeah. how I am. I now, I know how I know. our generations are in general about things. Yeah. And it's weird. I agree a hundred percent. It's weird at times to be like, Hey, da da da. And the first thing that comes out is I need help with this, this, this. <laughs> it's weird. I will admit it. It shouldn't be as weird, but it is. Right. And so this I, is I, what we're used to. It is. It really is. So we, we have to be willing to understand that, you know, Hey, these things do happen horribly and maybe it, it's not because I can handle it, but maybe because, you know, God is trying to do something. And that something may not be something that makes me necessarily comfortable myself. It may be something of God saying, look, I'm going to show you something amazing with my power, my glory, and bring glory to myself. And that seems on the surface, almost selfish. Right. If you're looking at it that way. But then you look through the Bible and you see all the ways that God moves through the lands and through the people by bringing glory to himself. And then that helps bring a movement or helps break through the hearts of people who have closed themselves off to him. And you go, okay. I see. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to trust you on this. And that is probably the hardest part of life to be in, to not know what's going on to trust someone else entirely to guide and lead through the way. Yeah, it is. Especially when we think we know our own, know our own outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to be in charge of our own outcome a lot of times too. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> way more than, you know, should be allowed and, <laughs> and all that. But. Right. Right. <sighs> what's, what's interesting is, you know, reading through all this, in preparation for this one, right? Um, this, so there's a guy out there. He wrote a book, uh, nine common lies Christians believe. Uh, his name is, I'm not sure. Shane Pruitt. Don't know if you've ever heard of him at all. Sounds kind of familiar. Okay. But he says the thing that probably hits at the, the root of this, right? in all reality the one bedrock foundation of probably a lot of lies that we believe but especially at this one right is who is the center of your universe is it you or christ because are you putting faith only in yourself because you understand it and you can understand what's going on or is it christ and you're saying okay god i don't know where you're leading me on this I'm following anyways. And then you take the, like, then you take charge. And I'll be honest. A lot of us want to say, we, we want to go, oh yeah, it's Christ. Right. But if we look back at our actions and how we react to things, it's us. Mm-hmm. And we need to take a, a step back, refocus and say, you know what? No, 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 no. It's, it's not 
it's not me anymore. It's Christ who needs to lead me. He's the one who has to do this. And you know what? Even if it's hard, ultimately, it's not hard just for hardness sake. It's hard for God's sake, for him to be glorified through, not necessarily the fact that you're going through it, you know, because people are going to go, oh, look, he's going through this. Oh, praise be to Jesus. It ultimately probably what's going to be is the outcome, you know, whatever it may be. And that's what grabs the attention. That's what gets people to say, praise be to God for that. You know, and it's, and it may not be something that we ever expect. And usually it isn't. If you read through the Bible, it's usually not the, what we expect at all to come from any of those things. So next time, you know, you or a friend or a family member are going through something that's hard. And when I say hard, um, not like a temptation, <laughs> but like hard, like death, illness, job loss, whatever it may be. Remember, it may be the fact that it's not, that it's something that they can handle because I guarantee you, it is not something they can handle alone. They need help and support of their community around them, their family, their friends, whoever it may be. Yeah, remind them that they have God on their side, but be that ex- that physical manifestation of Jesus in their lives, whatever they may be. Be it, provide them meals, make sure their children are taken care of, you know, while they go take care of other important tasks. Um, maybe even just a little cash to help, you know, make things, you know, smoother during transition and while they figure things out, whatever that may be. We are called to be community for a reason. And it's to help those who have heavy burdens be able to carry them through those times, get better, hopefully get on their own feet and be able to help others as well.